What's good, brothers and sisters? It is Samir, and you're tuned in to another episode of Be Fine Podcast. We're up to episode 16, and this week we have Anchor. Oh, my man, my man, my man. You're going to love it. Uh, we go a bit extended out here as well. Make sure you support if you can. Uh, we are on Patreon. By the start of next year, we'll also be up on YouTube. And uh, we've got some amazing people still to come sharing the testimony here on Bifano Podcast. Hey, what's good, everyone? It is Samir from Bifano Podcasts. Hope you're all well. Just taking this quick time to uh, make a little shout out to our sponsors. Definitely recommend this one. Check it out. This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry here in New Zealand. Members get personalised contracts for their music production, free Serato Studios sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the Music Producers Guild website to help support us all in growing our community. For more information and to sign up as a member please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz huge shout out to the music producers guild of new zealand for sponsoring beat Fino. super super stoked to be able to share such a positive positive driving force for new zealand music on the world stage uh please check them out super stoked to be uh in the guild myself and i know for a lot of you guys Wanting to take that music to the next level. Uh, super, super honoured to have this opportunity to be around the industry professionals and uh, soak up all the benefits. Back to here to the podcast. Thank you so much all for uh, hanging in and enjoying this testimony so far. Feel free to uh, pop a little message in to our page. Let us know how you've enjoyed this podcast. And stay tuned for more B-Final episodes. But here, back to the podcast. Here on Beat Fano Podcasts. Well, welcome everyone. This is Beat Fano Podcast. We are on episode, I think, 16 or 17, bro. So welcome, welcome along. And uh, well, Anchor. there was that much. Bro, Anchor, it is a pleasure and honour to have you. And like like I said, man, 16, 17, that's crazy, yeah? Sure, cool. Kia ora, my bro. Oh, yeah, man, it's such a blessing to have you because we have been setting this up for a little while, and you know Straight you just up. get that little pocket of time during lockdown. <laughs> yeah, let's go, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> but yeah, man, like let us through lockdown life. How's it been, bro? Um, yeah, lockdown has been interesting. Um, been a challenge. I think just trying to navigate my way around this, I guess you could say, new lifestyle, this new new approach to life. Um, yeah, bro, definitely missing the takeaways, eh? Shucks. Ooh, come on. Ooh. It's that freedom, eh? Like, you just oh, you just don't realise what it's like when you've got the MSG just calling your name, like... <laughs> can you see? the MSG, <laughs> You know, you just, you're, you're just trying to find out how you, how you like, live without something for so long. Yeah, yeah. Bro, straight up, um, I think, what, what day was it? Maybe uh, earlier this week, I popped over to my church, which is in Papakura. And we stay all the way in Botany, so it's a bit of a drive. Um, but I popped over there, man, and then on the way back home from church, because I went to go pick up some stuff, there at the intersections that we that we used to like get home, in turn, like there was a line from the lights all the way up into KFC. 
that we had to take another route. <laughs> it's like, fuck, can't you just stay home in Ethiopia? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think everyone really just wants to treat themselves during this Straight like up. part yeah. of getting through definitely for some people um this has been a challenging time for real bro yeah I, like meccas and kfc seems to be the go for everybody man <laughs> but hey you know it's yeah. i guess it's just one of those things like when you're in lockdown and you can't do much and you're kind of confined mm. to your own space um it's understandable that people would be craving stuff like that. Um, oh, for real. But yeah, at least we're—I mean, shout out to all the the frontliners, bro, especially the the ones that are working through yeah. the lockdown. Um, yeah, exactly. I can only exactly. imagine what their first day would have been like. <laughs> oh, bro! I, all I know for a fact is that you know, hopefully, there's some double time going in for someone else. Straight you know, up, hey, for real. Straight yes, up. everyone's been talking about that. So yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I'm super blessed to know that you know supermarkets were still open every single time i went to the supermarket bro i would always bump into someone i knew so it, in a way i created my own like social like distancing catch-up whānau session you yeah, know? yeah 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 hey, bro what's consistent and it was just got me through for real i think those little blessings in the scars you know yeah yeah definitely bro definitely yeah many supermarket trips <laughs> bro, to be honest not many um like well, I've got some family members that are considered essential um, and so they're working from home and some are still going into work and so um, because they're out of the house you know they kind of just do the run while they're on the way so um, haven't left the house too much probably not as much as I should <laughs> um, yeah appreciate it it's a real thing straight up man like definitely been locking myself in here and trying to get some work done um but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just one yeah, of those things, man. Yeah, for real. And I'm so <clears> glad we kind of on our way out because one thing I've noticed has been there's been a lot of people like making the most of us to like do live streams and stuff. Eh? Like even the basement thing, man, that was like real empowering. And like it felt almost like we were there at a parlor, man. It was, it was good. Yeah, I, I think it's um, like because times are changing. Um, that also means that we must adapt with it um, and live streaming and well, yeah, streaming just seems to be the go at the moment. You can imagine like um, music creators like us that rely on shows or, you know, um, songs as, as an income. And so like, you take shows away from people that do them, like what else can they do? Yeah. Um, streaming seems to be a good way to go i've really tried to invest a bit more in doing like jam videos and stuff yeah yeah so yeah it's it's definitely a a weird season to be in yeah um but yeah I'm, i just i just miss people bro straight up <laughs> you too just hugging hugging is those small straight things. up yeah you, 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 you my boys. yeah yeah it's like ooh, i'll be feeling like a hug. i feel you my man and oh bro tv one tuning in i know we were, i think the first few weeks like properly out of lockdown like it's safe to say people will be listening after this has all happened like i think the first few weeks will be like everyone's just in the happiest mood ever like oh, you're yes. at, like people are just gonna like this is our time this is our opportunity really to like rebuild and positivity yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, bro. <laughs> Just to see that New Zealand music now is actually getting to a point where we 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 recognize and we like admire just how much talent comes out of here and like showcasing that on the stage i think that's yeah. really exciting eh? and i think may like for us to be in this lockdown during music month um it's huge i reckon there's been a ton of like new music dropping like um church church of ap they dropped yeah. um was it it was war or something my bad, I might not do it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta check that. I haven't seen that yet. Bro, but you should. Oh, it slaps, man. Wow, so good. Um, but yeah, it's just really cool to, um, to see that people are still like being creative and keeping that that flow going. Um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Hard, hundred percent. And I think for everyone else. Uh, who like always wanted to get into music but never really had the time this was like I like this is almost like going back to school and having that second chance because I really got into music because like sometimes I would get homework from my teachers so after school I'd have all this time on my hands I'm thinking okay like I want to do well at school but I'm not getting any homework so like yeah I want to do something to like you know push myself and it was at this time that I was getting into DJing that my, my friend actually said, oh, I just downloaded this thing called FR Studio. And that was like that was that was like a huge jump into production because like we were always doing like DJing together. Uh the bro we've had on Michael Deans. And like one thing that really drawed me into production was how you like you kind of just start out wanting to do remixes and like you might not know how to produce, but you think like, oh, I got these sounds on my head. And like, you start to hear how there's actually been a whole bunch of people making remixes, like over this whole span of like music and like the remix culture out there. Um, so I feel that was like huge for me, but like in terms of like getting into music, like what was the sort of process for you? Or like, did you have a musical background or was it just kind of like something you just came across uh gotta think hard on this one <laughs> <Better both be. laughs> yeah I, I guess you could say that um i mean i i grew up in the church i guess you could say um obviously as you're a kid you don't really like it but it's like if your mum and dad say so you gotta do it so. yeah, you, gotta, you gotta go that's, that's, that's a real thing i i, I can speak on that but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I grew up on a lot of like old school stuff man even country like i really enjoy country country's great um and so i think as the years went on can you hear that yeah something's there something's there something's oh, the rain oh that's okay well we got editing powers so it's okay <laughs> hey let's go let's go is it better place to move closer <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but yeah like we like uh grew up around music and i think it was just something i was always into but never decided to commit to because i was really into dance and or michael jackson hands down the goat i don't care ah. what anybody else says but Michael, Michael Jackson, bro, he's he's the one. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I was kind of just mesmerized by his movements, bro. And um, yeah, I think I kind of just grew up with that kind of passion for it. And then around 2009, maybe 2010, I started like really getting into dancing. And um, 
joined a crew in 2011 called Resample. And um, it was a journey, definitely a, a growing season for myself. Um, learned a lot about my body and what I can and can't do. <laughs> um, and uh, it was great. And then I think 2012, I was too old for the crew because there was different divisions. You had like junior, varsity, then you had adults. And so I was one of the older dudes in the crew and I could no longer be in that crew because there was still a varsity crew unless they decided to move up to an adults division. Um, and yeah, I think after that, I kind of just faded away from um, dancing. Obviously I do it in my spare time here and there, but I started drifting towards music and yeah, I found FL Studio as well. Um, yeah, oh, but crack up i listen to all my old stuff and i'm like gee ultimate trash hey eh? <laughs> but i uh, i think like it for anybody starting out it's always going to sound well not great <laughs> yeah um but as you said earlier like literally in my process and starting out like i would um make remixes yeah yeah sometimes i find remixes spark ideas in your head it could be the flow of the rap. It could be the melody of a singer. And yeah. sometimes things like that can um, spark ideas. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with making remixes or bootlegs, if people want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Because, yeah. I mean, if, if you make them and you just pull the vocals out, you've got a completely fresh beat. <laughs> exactly. And so you, you can either hold on to that and develop it more or, yeah. But that's how I started, man. I just started making a whole bunch of remixes and I still do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just helps keep the flow going when I have no ideas. I'll just throw in an acapella and be like, sweet. I can hear this going here and then I'll take it out and be like, okay, it's an original track now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel you, man. It's the same process for me because I always knew that there was like this part where DJing was no longer just like me wanting to play tunes but i wanted to like go deeper into the tunes that i was playing and like right. how 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 this is all like possible for me to just push play on a tune but like the work behind it really just like captivated me and i thought like the fact that djs actually like also ended up producing and like this became like a real big thing in the early 2000s when you know computers started to pick up right and uh for me along the journey of high school with my bro michael uh, we really just helped each other along the process and eventually we had these like little facebook groups that we doing where we were like just sharing tunes with people all around the world and like we were 13 14 and like we were we were one of the only guys from new zealand and this like group of european producers so like we were buzzing out when we were just like hearing like all these guys like getting placements on spinning records and like the big festival labels of our time. Like these were all big dreams for us. So oh, EDM actually, was on that rise, eh? Bro, but like before Martin Gag spent Avicii just like, it's a huge thing, like Hardwell, David Guetta, these were like- Bro, Like DJs becoming the new rock stars, you know? Porter Robinson. <laughs> oh, Medion and like, just people who like, like took this whole like, launch pad thing and like man it just really skyrocketed the whole like movement right and and now it's not just 
like the DJs pressing play on their own like house music. Like I think that was a real driver for trap music because you can see how these festivals were like at one point Tomorrowland was like house, house, house music, you know, and just straight house. But like today it's the most like multi-genre festival ever, you know, like it's really cool to see people. Yeah, yeah definitely. People like putting themselves out and not being afraid and like one thing we've talked about heaps on the podcast is cats like flume who just broke all the rules cats like skrillex bro like facts facts <laughs> like and even some of these sound clouders out here you know like they just start breaking rules everywhere and like you're just like oh that's like pushing the needle bro you know yeah yeah the one thing i learned when i was studying and um for for my bachelor's is like with the theory side of things and this was very hard for me to unlearn but he our tutor would say something along the lines of like um learn the rules so you know how to break them and i was like bro it took me so long to process i was like what does he mean by that (laughs) but it it was kind of like know the foundations learn as much as you can in order like so you know how to break them in terms of for instance if you want to extend a chord in the key of what c major and yeah like <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah, you yeah. could you could extend that chord and it might just come up with some crazy dissonance and then you'd be like oh no it's jazz <laughs> yeah yeah and then and then you get the acapella room and you're like wait a minute i got something you know and that's 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 amazing you know those little happy accidents i think yeah yeah definitely and um for some reason that just stuck with me man i was like like being able to try and pick apart a certain section of a song and be like well, what did he do here why did he do it and within context how can i use that idea yeah yeah man yeah it's like, so stuff. fascinating like, it's so fascinating like how you said it like the lecture saying you know the break the rules um and then like that's from a place of knowing them because in yeah. a way in a way you actually start to understand that there are there is a kind of mathematical like there's a frequency sort of shift um between like harmonics but then there's like this yeah. little gap in the middle that you have like this lean way like you, you kind of have like this little ability to like start like going a little bit off the grid in terms of like a better for lack of a better word and and you find these little like like I was saying happy accidents and just like things that i think i'm not sure if you come across the guy uh uh the, the name hasn't come to me but uh he's like really onto those kids like rob uh juno is it and then like even yeah. kids like maxwell um jacob collier jacob collier bro that guy oh my goodness you you just knew i was onto him when i was trying, trying to get my way onto him he's like, like the modern day mozart <laughs> you know like this cat right here i think is someone we could all learn something because just his approach to music you know that there's something there that is pushing the needle and bro <laughs> yeah um, like just the amount of i guess research and commitment to it um it's huge man like i think i know enough to do what i do but i know there's so much more that i need to learn um 
like when I play keys, bro, I transpose. I don't know how to play any other key other than F sharp major. <laughs> I remember but, you telling me this. <laughs> but but I know enough theory to be able to transpose and know what key I'm playing in. It's yeah, it's yeah. kind of where my oral ability comes in, where I can kind of hear certain notes and kind of make them out and figure out w- what the note is. Um, but yeah, man, theory is basically maths. <laughs> well, to yeah. me, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like count beats and rhythms and time signatures, knowing like where the accents hit and, and stuff. It's, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, fascinating, like, eh? So I think of people that know theory like so well. I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm not there. But yeah. it's, it's a, a never, process. It's it's cool how like you find these never-ending like video games. Sort of the way I like to look at it because you can actually get so immersed in it that like you enjoy the fact that there's always something new to learn and like. I mean, I'm I'm very fresh when it comes to like learning instruments, and mainly at the moment for me it's piano. Like taking my limited like knowledge and chords, and actually learning how to um, keep stacking. You know, because uh, I don't know if you followed some of these artists now lately, but uh, like the amount of stacking potential that you can do because of processes coming on, like like. Bro, like, like, there's some tra- there's some trance artists that are like creating chords that no one's ever heard before. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's so like fascinating to see like what the future holds for music. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It's yeah, like music is always going to continue to progress and and develop and change, even when we're not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I feel like Jacob Collier is a great example of what music can do or what you can do with music, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Like, I wish I could play more than one key, so. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe maybe that just comes down to me. Um, wow. It probably does come down to me and how much effort I put into it. But yeah, I... <laughs> I'm complacent feels, at this point. <laughs> feels very feels very me too. It's uh, it's so Yola. cool to just know there's always there's always that opportunity to like hold it in and say, okay, <laughs> and, yeah, just yeah, up, yeah. Hey, hey, and just sometimes yeah. you just need to suck it up and be like, nah, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I mean, that's that's definitely how we got this far. So, man, to everyone tuning in, like, I know for a fact that there's times where like you don't really know what you're doing, but but you just gotta do it. I mean. I think a big part of the opportunities that lie now with the internet is that ability to put something out there and not worry exactly if it's perfect. Things like SoundCloud, things like just, you know, hooking up a little video jam. It's like, it's it's about, like, like we've been talking about, breaking the rules, but also knowing that there's, like, things you can learn. So when you know what you're doing is breaking the rules, you still have that appreciation for like a sense of like we talk about mathematics like man i'm i'm not i'm not good at maths you know and <laughs> you know to right, come into same. music and find out that there's all these numbers and like things that like inevitably exist in music you're like Damn. straight up <laughs> like um 
because I play keys in a church band, bro, and I communicate better in numbers rather than chords. Yeah. And so obviously, for example, in in C major, you've got um, seven notes: C, D, E, F, G, A, B, and then the octave C. And so obviously that's eight. And so yeah. when we when we play, bro, and he calls out a four, I know that's an F. Like, <laughs> yeah. and he'll be like, "Go to the five, like sweet, that's a G major." And so yeah. when everybody when anybody gives me like initial chord, I'm like, "Oh, what is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you um, say that in numbers? Cause <laughs> Yeah, straight up. Um, and I know a lot of churches use this and some don't, but yeah. I think the way we're heading as a as a band, we're trying to get used to numbers. Um, I think it's just easy to communicate that way, but it's gotten to a point now for me where it's just like bread and butter. Yeah. Um, if someone tells me what the key is and I'm playing in my transposed state <laughs> and, <laughs> and they're playing, they're like, and they give me a number, they're like, go to the six. And I know that's a six minor. And so I can jump straight to that, that chord. Um, yeah. But obviously, this is over time where you learn the stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah that's, man. That's it, eh? Like, no one should feel, uh, like, daunted, I think. That's the thing I've learned. Like, it's taken me years to realise this, but, like, you don't have to feel, uh, like, fluent in, like, theory to, 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 to have the ear for music. And that's, I think, something that, if you really broke down, like, a big Jacob Collier video, like, the, the, the thing you'd get out of the whole thing you've done some is like there's no rules but like to, to get to a point where you understand that there are things to like get get your head around that's I think that's really the main crux of the day yeah 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 and that's that's cool because after you finished up with your studies was there sort of like a period of growth where you had to like figure out okay like how much rules do I need to learn before I break them or was it kind of like the school took you to a point where you're comfortable to start breaking them to be honest um <laughs> and this is my fault when i got out when i got out like it's jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when i got out cares <laughs> um like when i finished um i didn't keep up with it man like to me naturally i'm an oral learner which means i learn better by hearing and so during my time in, um, at, at uni, it was really, really hard for me to unlearn that because although all the information was given to me and how to figure out certain chords and, and notes and reading music and stuff, I would naturally rely on my ear instead and figure it out that way. And so the process could have taken me, like, um, could have been way quicker for me, but because of the habits I had created over the years, it was very difficult for me to unlearn that um yeah and so when i got out of um like when i had finished my studies um i went back to that because yeah what you know yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't any accountability and yeah. so i was like I, i'm by <laughs> yeah. myself i can do it my own way now exactly. and like i've i've forgotten quite a lot of it but i mm. think yeah um uh what do you call it but I think there were some things that stuck and fortunately some of that wasn't all the theory that I learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I did pretty decent in my oral classes, but yeah, the theory classes had, was always a challenge. Um, man, sight singing was even harder. Um, having to read like, like scores and note, sing notes and pitch them correctly. 
um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it was just a, a really, really challenging season. Yeah. 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 And so after, like, when I got back home, I was like, there was two ways I could have gone with it. I could have gone into teaching, or um, I try my hand at producing and see where it takes me and jump back on the old fruities and the rest is history you can say yeah. <laughs> that's so cool well i i i just want to say then um i know this i know this is going to sound cheesy but your music has definitely kept me going in some times man oh thanks for it i have to say it here this is deep on <laughs> podcast so we, we're real man yeah man and it's so cool because I really, really hear where you're coming from with your music. Like when when I hear a tune from you, I I kind of like I can't do this with many people's like tracks. There's a sense that there's music that comes from the heart, and like I guess it's touching on the why, like why you do music, and like for us, I guess it's that spiritual connection with God of like the ability to like give glory you know to the most high amen and, and amen you know like like this is all kind of like something i want to bring on beat fun it was like when you come from the heart of music i mean we have to we have to give glory you know and and it's it's just really cool to see your growth and with god as well because that's that's it that's it man and, and this is be fun man like like i know i i've seen this on the soundcloud description bro like like <laughs> like we, we we aren't ashamed uh of, of god you know and and i think it's really cool just to know that like as long as you put god in the center like everything else fills itself you know right yeah man yeah that's, that, man. yeah exactly and i i, I think it's really cool to actually see how much God can do in a season like what we've been through, man. Like right. growth, growth is the one thing for music musicians like that will keep you going. I think when times get tough. I mean, there's been times I wanted to give up on music, but I know that there's that journey with music. You know, it's not just a a thing where you just have a jam, but there's something deeper with music here. Yeah? Right, right, yeah. Yeah. And I, like, yeah. Obviously, there are different sort of scenes within the music. Um, but I guess going through those experiences is um, being able to remain accounted for. And yeah, knowing that you've got people that can keep you grounded. Nothing that's been that's probably one of the biggest things not even for just christians and the same yeah. but just for anyone that is um going down this route because it's it's a pretty deep hole yeah i guess yeah. when you when you think about obviously the, the humble beginnings and then um developing your, your way up to the top and then that comes with fame and money and mm. but hey like everyone handles situations differently Yes, and I think it's up for us, up to us as a community of musicians and as a beat fano to continue to yeah. keep our people um, grounded and even just checking up on them, man. Yeah, um, man. 
like I struggle to do that and I'm thankful that I have friends that still take time to say hi to me and I appreciate that because yeah. I think life can sometimes just be hella busy that you'll forget a lot of things and that's okay like that's just life that happens um, but I think it's it's humbling to know that there are people that have the best intentions for you and um, yeah it just comes back to community bro Straight yeah up. yeah uh, you can do as much as you can on your own or with your own team but if you're not planted with community um, I feel like the journey could be a bit more of a struggle because um, let's face it any sort of journey you strive for and any dream you chase it's always going to be challenging yeah. Um, but yeah man accountability, community, I think that's just the one of those foundations for any sort of creative um, like us that are in this sort of lane Um yeah man <laughs> yeah bro it's so cool a testament i like there's this, this quote that hits me sometimes and like i just found out this funny as uh video of a guy like he was on one of those reality tv shows and right at the end he's like nothing hits harder than life and then he just was <laughs> like yeah bro yeah bro so um for people out there i can't remember what the tv show is but so, you know, I, I know i know what you're talking about and he's yeah, like yeah <laughs> It's so cool because it's so funny. Like, no matter what faith, really, um, nothing hits harder than life, either. <laughs> sure some yeah. some yeah. real truth right there. And, um, We're all running the same race, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's so true, bro. Like, I don't think there's anyone really who can like put themselves like like you got to be in someone else's shoes sometimes to know we're all on our own journey, you know. And it's it's a fact. Yeah, bro. Man. I always have to remind myself as well, yeah. like whenever i'm like pissed off at something yeah. i'm like there's somebody else in this world that's going through worse than i am exactly, bro. Exactly. and then i'm like i'm like thinking to myself and i'm like yeah shut up shut up bro exactly. Exactly. you're fine exactly bro oh man bro, i i feel you man that's that's one of the blessings i guess is is knowing like how to find a blessing when, when it's not like right in front like you can't see the blessings but sometimes you gotta like look deep and and find it you know because it's always there you know yeah 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 I, I think it's just one of the things where like you always no this is it yeah you have a choice to respond like you have a choice to choose how you respond and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the one power i forget i have whenever um you know something ticks me off or you know i don't agree with something it's like i don't have to respond in an angry way i can just i can live with it i'll be fine <laughs> yeah yeah i feel you man bro this is so good and <laughs> I, I, we better get back to music but i mean it's funny we say this because it's it's a real good connection there um it's sort of like uh, the rise of music in new zealand man like uh <clears throat> there's been some cool things that have really helped the scene i mean there was actually a couple of cool things that got me involved. Um, we'll probably both speak on like just the novelty of Red Bull music and, sure. and those, little, those little remix cops. You don't realize how many people are out here producing until something like this Straight comes up. Straight up. You know? Yeah. I think it's super healthy for the community to put stuff out like that. Um, yeah, there's a competitive side to it, um, but I think it gives producers the edge to really um, try. And 
you know, get the praise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when he's like, I don't know, I might not be having a whole year supply of Red Bull, but it's always good to have that option on the side. Okay? So, hey, yeah. Family, friends, or, you know, you might go to the dark side for just one day. But you know, I remember I got paid for one of my first gigs I've ever done. Um, I was like a, on this Red Bull Hummerzine. And uh, we just got paid in a tray of Red Bull. We just like about throwing Michael Bees and, you know, something that small. You look back and you say, we got to DJ for Red Bull and we got paid in Red Bull, you know? So I think it's such a Kiwi thing to be saying, oh, yo, <laughs> I just want to, yes, supply of Red Bull. <laughs> yo. It's such a New Zealand thing, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like, props out to them for as well. Um, opening up the studio sessions, man, because I know so many people who have won those Red Bull sessions when they get to go in the studio and just see like the other parts of music as well, like just being able to record some stems and run them through some nice, uh, you know, some nice units, some nice, uh, you know, analog gear and output. Yeah, man. It's, it's really opening that whole uh, studio environment to like bedroom producers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Like it's, it's, um, it's definitely an experience for any person that has never been in a commercial studio. Um, you know, I can say for myself, I was like geeking out at everything in that place. I was like, bro, is that a Rhodes? <laughs> bro, turn it on, I want to play it. I want to play the Rhodes, bro. And like, <laughs> walk around, was like, yo, this, this is a dope drum kit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was crazy, man. I was geeking out so bad. To the point I was like, yo, that's a nice drumstick, G. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, yeah, for, for, for anyone that ever sees those um, competitions, man, really go for it. It's so much fun. Um, more so on the creative and producing side, but also having the opportunity to be able to experience um, an actual commercial studio where many other artists before you and big names have been in there. So to be able to share that same room with those people, it's a really cool experience um, for myself because I, I took my my partner with me and wow. she was in the room and it probably would have been the most boring moment for her because <laughs> like <laughs> she, she doesn't know much about the gear or, you know, things that I've really been looking forward to yeah. um, experiencing that place. And but I sat there by myself with her and um, the in-house engineer, um, Ben. Um, and I was just like working on one beat, but I didn't care, man. I was just happy I was in, in that the in area. The yeah, 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 yeah. That I was, that I was in the building, and wow. I think it's a really cool opportunity to network as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I won one of the competitions for the Swidit three one two remix, and um, yeah, I, I was over the moon, bro. I was like, yes, I get to get a front ball. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. And I, I really, I'm really glad you're able to touch on that. I know for a lot of people as well, coming up now, there's so much more places now you can, uh, you can submit your tunes. There's actually so much stuff just through looking on Facebook that's coming up for this month. Uh, one thing I'm really excited for as well is like things like rip your beats and some of those like more oh. physical, you know, you know, you know, because sometimes you turn up to a, a hall or a little, uh, you know, grand final, and you realize just how talented some beat makers, you know, like they've been <clears> hiding behind like some 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 screen or some, you know, they've just been in their room, and like you come out on this, 
you know, like, yeah, like rip your beats and stuff like this. It really just comes to show just the ability for people to like vibe off each other as well. Like I saw uh, you're on Rip Your Beats, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Also, big shout out to Rip FM. Um, they host these beat battles, and I think it's super healthy for the producer community. Um, yeah, I was fortunate enough to win in 2018, and yeah, and. Got a hiding in 2019 from the bro Eddie. <laughs> I saw that, bro. That's not the same, man. That's... It was it was really great though. Like, I, I actually I really wanted to lose because mm. I don't know. This competitive we're... nature is like a two way thing as well. Sometimes you you always wish the best, like made a best artist win. Eh? Like that's the mentality you come in. So like you're like looking for someone to win just to know that like everyone has the chance sort of battle in those environments you know yeah well like because i've known about rip your beats since the very first one and people have been telling me to go and i'm like nah i just don't feel ready and so joining in 2018 like i was hella scared like i wasn't really in it to um to win or anything i just wanted to experience it because i've been to the competitions in the crowd and i'm like man this is awesome to experience i was like i'll give it a go whatever happens happens and then next next thing you know i'm in the final round um and then um, I, I was in the final with um, the bro Spure. And man, that guy's got some heat. He's a great producer. Um, I really love his choice of samples when he makes his beats. Um, really I, need to, I need to check him out, man. It, it's, that's dope because I don't think I properly caught up with everything on 2018. I think it was more with 2019, was it? Like, so you were yeah. back again. Yeah, yeah. That was the one I saw because I had all the Facebook streams and. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like, you know, I wasn't in awkward. I was in party, but yeah, they yeah. pretty much they pretty much opened it up to people to come in and actually, you know, witness it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's really cool that um, you've got an organization like um, Rep FM mm. being able to um, provide a platform for local producers and beat makers alike to present present their stuff. And who knows, the next star could be sitting in the crowd and that producer might be writing songs for them. So, yeah, um, I remember seeing Ray in the crowd. R-E-I? Yeah, 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 R- yeah Ray. We're going to get him on the podcast. He's um, he said he was king. So, yeah. Awesome. We, it's it's yeah. exciting, man. Like Even yeah. he's got some really great music too. And as I said before, you know, there are people in, in, the, in the crowd that are really, you know, checking you out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, so yeah i mean if if anybody sees that opportunity like pop up in, in your feed and in your news feed on social media man definitely go for it whether yeah. you're scared to do it um or you, you feel like a challenge go for it um it's very healthy creatively for yourself um and definitely help keep uh, the creative juices flowing <laughs> yeah um in 2017 i was mentoring a guy um his artist's name was Solo Times 2 and he came third uh, and um, he whipped up all his beats in like a week and prior to that time I was just like showing him the ropes on FL Studio and well I was like a proud dad eh? yeah, man. <laughs> he, he yeah. didn't know I was coming to the show but I just showed up in the crowd and I texted him I was like bro that was fire <laughs> um, and so yeah that was really cool to, 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 um, to witness and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. It's just so cool because there's like 
things to really like push you out of your comfort zone and you look back and you know it's like the best thing you could have done i think for me my big thing going out of my comfort zone was djing in auckland bro for real dj is so hard I, i find it super difficult man yeah man yeah that's a real especially coming from like the 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 the, the producer sort of side of it <clears throat> and and seeing like the ability to keep the crowd going like goes beyond just the selection of music but like they're expecting it all beat matched you, yeah you come to learn like things like mixing and key okay i got drums here but how am i going to fit them in if it's just a piano in the next part like you know like oh, we create our own sort of like, journey of, how am I going to do this? Yes, I know what you mean, bro. It's... That's what throws me off DJing. Yeah. Is like, not only you have to beat match, you've also got to match keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't do that. It's just too much for my brain. I, I got a secret for you, man, bro, and everyone tuning in. A great way to start is like, find those tricks. Uh, they just have like, drum intros and outros, and DJs make them all the time. They'll do like, DJ intros, or uh, they'll just call DJ edits. And like, those are great, because like, once you nailed the beat matching down, it's sort of like, you kind of kind of like figure out, even with the tracks that are not in the same key, there's sometimes like little little parts of the, like like tracks that still work, even when they're out of key. And little like that, that comes as well with the production. But I know what you mean, man. Like it's a big step up for anyone who's like coming from the production side, you know? Uh, for me personally, I actually started with DJ and when I got so into production, I actually like lost a lot of my DJ skills. So. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big get out of my comfort zone when I was like DJing in Auckland, like rusty ass and um, pulled it off. Like it was really cool. And shout Good out job, to, bro. Shout out to Katana, man. Cause I, I turned up with a warehouse USB and um, wasn't, I thought it was from a warehouse. That's why I didn't work, but it was cause I didn't even analyze my music properly on the, like the CDJ software. So I turn up thinking I'm all prepared, plug it in, I'm about to jump on, and then the USB not working. And, uh, <laughs> I remember, yeah, um, they they looked after me, you know, and, and I just yeah. ended up jamming on Katana's Lappy. And, and it's funny because, like, it could have been anyone else's laptop, and I would have been like, where's all the music? <laughs> but he's got the most, like, humblest organization on his music, so. Yeah, man, like, massive shout out to Katana. Yeah. That guy is putting on for us underground producers, man. Much love to that guy. He deserves an award, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, voted for a musical. Like, Straight keep an up. Eye, keep an eye out, you know, like, for, for, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. you, man. He's, ah. a, he's a really great guy, man. I respect that dude so much. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, bro, it's, it's such a blessing we've had him on the podcast. I think we have to get him back because, like, every single episode, like, his name comes up. And it's, it's good because he knows that everyone in New Zealand is talented like in their own way when you get into beat making it started out like people think of basement purely like trap like they feel the main basement and like we turn up to these beat sessions any genre it's like yo that's basement like digital music covers so much you know so it's so cool just to see like the, the the vast like array of music when you turn up to those beat sessions you know yeah definitely bro and so down. good and 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 bro i actually wanted to touch on this myself you've actually been uh jumping on ableton you know i'm, I'm still learning. Oh, exposed now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like what are you like everyone's gonna be like oh you're leaving the fl game <laughs> <laughs> i 
Um, so I I picked up Ableton because I use it as my keyboard ring for. Ch- uh, blah blah blah. Sorry, I'm fucking <laughs> up, man. Yeah. Um, I use Ableton as my keyboard rig for church. Um, so I play keys in the band and um, the uh, Ableton Live's capabilities in that setting is just amazing, man. Um, I've created like a workflow where I can just change patches on the fly and play different parts so I don't have to really, yeah. So that's yeah. pretty much the main reason why I jumped onto Ableton. Um, if our studio does have those capabilities but it isn't as powerful as ableton and as intuitive in yeah. my opinion yeah i can um, see i can see exactly what you mean like one thing i quickly found out about ableton and I, i'm not allowed to talk about ableton oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. you know like this is a this is a fruity gig like I, I cannot get off the piano roll and fruity looks like you look at their piano roll and you're like why does the one at Ableton look like a chocolate bar? <laughs> Straight up. When I first tried Ableton, bro, it just reminded me of a Windows Excel spreadsheet, bro. <laughs> and I remember trying to like learn tutorials and make beats. I had actually had the bro, um, um, Arn, A-N-H. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, bro, he, he ran me through some like, um, some easy foundations and basics to get me started. But every time I open up Ableton, bro, I just have a panic attack, bro, and run back to FL. <laughs> Yeah, 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 like frantically like, pushing tab. Get out of this, like straight up, bro. Yeah, yeah, if my yeah. laptop had a panic button, bro. I'd press it straight away. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Fruity Loops user interface is a lot more friendly. Um, but you know, it's yeah, I think it's just one of those learning a new thing and having to start from scratch. And I think at that point, I'm just like not bothered. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. I feel you. But yeah, I I know enough to kind of do a bit of beats and write tracks on Ableton, but the the workflow I'm just used to Fruity Loops. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why yeah, I jumped I on. That's why I yeah, jumped onto Ableton, just because yeah. of the keyboard rig, man. It's it's really great, man. Yeah, people have really helped me see that Ableton has its place, like in a live situation. Um, what's cool is like you can when you click to different areas in the trick, like the like by default it will wait till the end of the bar and it's just like yep. something like that simple i know like that's I know really cool Cal's really picked up on there yeah, so i'm mm. to see like if it does come out but until then like i can see ableton's like like ability to like really help in live situations you know i yeah, mean it's yeah. called ableton live but like exactly because <laughs> well, even the capabilities that it has like um in the church setting bro you can even just set it up to change lyrics on stage yeah. for you and it can control lights like that's just next level um yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah we we run like click track and so in order for me to help stay in time with the click track i able to lock it in for me but yeah i'm geeking out at this point so <laughs> <laughs> Hard. Ooh, I, I i definitely know we got it in our church as well and it's really interesting to see people talking about programming lights on Ableton. I'm like, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's something really exciting because I know for a fact that lights has never become, like, oh, it's never been such a big part of music shows now. And and uh, every artist you can tell, like, wants the audience to know that, you know, if they're just like looking to something, they can they can actually sense the music, uh, like, like where the music's coming from like it, it doesn't just have to be a logo on the screen it can be like yeah yeah the, 
like actual real like footage of uh you know things that the artist wants to like convey so yeah, I, I'm yeah. really I'm really like I used to be like oh nah visuals I'm just gonna stick to audio and uh I could see now in the age of social media like sometimes like you know you, you can't hate the game like if you're just a bad player and for me like being such a graphic like newbie uh it's been a real learning process here on beat and we're actually trying to roll out graphics and and get things moving on that so uh yeah it's exciting just to like delve into graphics and like you know this is something i never thought to get into but because it's, it's amazing like the music actually has helped me get into graphics so it's exciting you know yeah yeah it's, it's, all, it's all about that experience and creating the atmosphere i reckon yeah yeah yeah, yeah i feel you. and it's just cool because like even your little jam videos you know it's like a, a little video thing i had to figure it out, you know like you know i had to figure it out <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know we might be a. I had to, you know, spill the beans. I'll probably be already, already happening by the time it's out. But man, getting back on the the dad videos. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hard, man. Like yeah. I, I look up to dudes like the Count and Ooh, like the audio is incredible, but like the way he really picks apart his beat and presents that. In his videos like he'll cut sections out and play them like that's awesome man like man I i'm gonna look really... up the count because I, I haven't seen him he so he does he does some jams yeah you don't know the count bro. i know yeah, the count but him. i don't know he does jams man <laughs> bro you gotta watch his stuff man like he is next level um definitely amongst the few producers that i look up to um yeah man his mixing his um just the sound quality he brings to the table man is incredible yeah Definitely, yeah that's cool um, I've, I've really followed him on sound uh, like on um spotify like because mm. he, he's done heaps of tracks man he's done a ton bro and he's been like dropping a bunch of sample packs as well which i encourage anybody <laughs> and mm. everybody to jump on those because he's got a few free packs on there and they are fire yeah yeah this is a free plug to the bro oh come on <laughs> like sound quality is so up there we ain't getting paid for this <laughs> well, he's got him. like a like a tape machine and i think he is now sponsored by um excel and audio they make uh retro Ooh. color yeah, i could man. be wrong i could no, be I, wrong it's, i think that's the i think that's the same company yeah 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 that's that's cool so like all i know for a fact is when i finish this podcast i'm going on the couch videos <laughs> <laughs> Also, yeah, um, they make addictive drums as well, which is an incredible VST for acoustic um, drum sounds. Wow, yeah. Great. Small plug there. Just going to put it out. (laughs) I know you always got to rip what you gears. If they work, they work, you know. (laughs) Let's go, let's go. Let's go, go. bro. It was amazing. And I I have to plug it. This little session we had when we... uh, we got to do the Arapa remix. What a pleasure and honor that was, my bro. Bro, that was so much fun. Bro, I like, think it's the first time I actually met you in person. I didn't realize you were like ten feet tall, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I managed to fit through your like upstairs roof. I was like, yeah, we're making this happen. <laughs> I swear, you were like five centimeters away of touching my roof with your head. And <laughs> hey, you looked after me well, so um, we didn't we didn't bump into anything. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was really cool having you over, man. Um, I was actually quite nervous, bro, because I. We had always talked online and i like yeah like we had we we never met in person and we we knew through 
we knew each other through other people, um, like the yeah, Noble Brothers. Yeah, the Noble Brothers, shout out to them. And, and uh, yeah, and, and um, Michael Luke as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to all those guys, man. Yeah. They're doing it really big. Exactly. Music just like, in a way, you can tell when music just flows um, through people. And, and I'm really excited to see what's happening. Like, yeah, big things for real. Like, shout to the bros. Um, it's been a pleasure and honor to actually have them help me along the musical journey. You know, uh, Humble Beginnings, we actually started with, bro, believe it or not, we used to all get together and do like, internet radio after school bro <laughs> and I, I remember when they had the little label um youngin', label yeah, collective youngin', yeah, yeah. Youngin'. and i jumped on board <laughs> man youngin's like the most like 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 if you get to know youngin it's like like the biggest cats like like there's a few peeps we know like that were in youngin like man i want to put a big plug right now to sick drums we're gonna get them on the podcast man oh that guy Yes. <laughs> You're getting up on the podcast and, and he knows it. He knows it because like I think sick drums coming from Palmy North and uh just to just to know that like needed me from Rahana, like the track from Sick Drums, being able to sit down with him and see the project file when he was here in Palmy Man, I realized he used, bro? he's on Fruity Loops. He's his whole life <laughs> FL represent, right? Hey, let's go. Bro, let's go because bro i can't wait to get him purely for the fact that he's he's been repping new zealand crazy like no one realizes the the productions he's behind bro Ooh, like man yeah. like i i don't think it's just been rahana i think i think post malone he's done quite a bit demi lovato and like just to just to know what might be coming next you know that's that's what yeah. i mean you know so. that's so good yeah yeah, yeah. I'm Palmy represent. Has a ton of talent. Oh, yeah, Palmy yeah, Hart. yeah. Palmy Hart, you know, like. Palmy Hart, cares. People know, like, I don't have, like, I don't mean to have, like, be biased or have any favorites, but, like, Palmy represent. <laughs> man, if you, if you got a rep, you got a rep. You got a rep. Do it, man. Yeah, man. But, uh, that, that's, that's a cool little, uh, thing. We, we could go, like, on for ages about just the amount of talented people in New Zealand. And I want to just, like, say for, for, for all you kids listening in, I think the one takeaway we've had from people on the podcast is that people are way more approachable than you realize it. Yes. I have to say this, like, for everyone listening out there, the internet can seem like a big place where people, you know, start to put themselves out on social media. I think the most important thing to remember is we're all still human, you know, like, yes, we might yeah. have marketing teams managers and, and and people behind us but like to know the testimonies of artists who have just been hit up on instagram like shouts to sonny douglas man we're getting him on soon and um just like yeah the power of instagram man <laughs> like i don't even use instagram so i need to get on it but uh hey hey like this is some powerful stuff for people listening on new zealanders is is just like like don't be afraid, I think is the one thing I'm trying to put out on Beefano, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's real. And like, for you, have there been like any big milestones for you like you'd like to share? Because I know like you've had a few, <laughs> but uh, if you don't mind me going into this, the Adidas ad. Oh, I knew it was coming, bro. <laughs> Sorry, dude, like, get out the bag, bro. <clears throat> um, straight up, man, when... When I first got the email, I thought it was a hoax. 
like it was a fake email I'm like oh it's just one of those fellas hidden out there in Africa pretending to be like <laughs> yeah you're like the, email spoof <laughs> yeah so I don't mean to pick on Africa, in Africa but just in a foreign country <laughs> yeah <don't laughs> pretending worry. to be some sort of king or you know a yeah. doctor and you've inherited all this money I thought it was one of those sort of things yeah yeah and so I, I ignored it for, for a couple of days and yeah. then another email popped in and I replied and we got to talking and it was real I was like oh my gosh yeah <laughs> I think I had a fat cry bro oh, straight no. up I, I like lost my composure and broke down on my knees and had a massive cry and the reason why this was such an important moment for me is because before that like I, I was just making beats and um yeah like you know when you're a like a new producer to the scene and you start looking at gear as well like <laughs> I, I had already had like like a little wish list on on, on my computer of like this is what i want to get like some krks and keyboards and whatnot yeah i love it when you start again <laughs> yeah man and, and yeah. like just a like a side story um at work one time i had a package coming to work from some random and they sent me a little mini keyboard wow. yeah man that was such a huge moment for me um, oh, you going told forward, me about this. Like, so you don't know who the guy was, or you do? Yeah, I, I, at the time I didn't, and I found out like um, a few months later who it was, and it was one of my boys, and I was like, "Gee, that's my also." <laughs> um, so yeah, um, got the email, got to, got to talking, and I received the contract, and I saw the amount, and I was yeah, like yeah. I was in tears, just because I was re- I was trying really hard. Um, you know, just to get better at what I do. Obviously, it would have been nice if I picked up a placement, but at the time, it wasn't the goal. It was more just trying to make something of what this whole yeah. music thing is. Yeah. Um, whether that be placements or not. And so, yeah, I ran downstairs, told my mom, and we, we both had a cry. And I told my yeah, girlfriend, and we both you. had a cry. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, just waterfalls and waterfalls, bro. <laughs> mm. But yeah, it was. I think after that, my first one led on to about another three, three or four. Wow, wow. Um, and yeah, like it was at that moment, like receiving that first um, payment where I was like, man, I, I could probably do this. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I was in that phase of like giving up, you know, it's exactly. like, this is getting me nowhere. I see. I'm putting beats up on a streaming site that doesn't, allow me to make money sort of thing <laughs> yeah. so, soundcloud pre like the whole yeah. thing becoming... for the longest for the longest yeah. time it's just been free downloads bro so yeah. prior to that i was making no money at all other than my nine to five um yeah. and so the person that was like a like you say like a scout for yeah. any days he is now a manager wow um, and after like the first placement we got to talking and he was just like super encouraging and we we got connected and said he wanted to manage me and yeah from there he kind of laced me up with more opportunities to do work for eddie days um had an opportunity to to do uh to work with um cara delavine yeah um for a makeup label called what was it rimmel it's like Maybelline and yeah, but you know, that fell through, but just yeah. that whole experience. Um, yeah, man, I, in some ways I owe 
a lot of my success to that guy. Um, he's really helped um, grow me and um, develop my craft as an artist. And yeah, he's just kept me grounded, man. Definitely kept me grounded. And yeah, he knows the stuff. So uh, I trust him, man. Like some of the payments that I got, like he took no cut just because he just wanted to. Yeah. So if that's not love bro i don't know what is it <laughs> yeah yeah there's, there's there's a lot to be said about like those little things you can look back and see just how much they yeah like you said keep you grounded and just keep you going because it's it's sometimes it's not about the big things it's about those small things like getting an email and say like what is this all and then like something as small as an email you know like really really can, like yeah like keep things going and i i think it's so cool like as a testimony for people listening in there like the internet is a big place but like like just knowing that things like that are out there i think will help people stay the course because it, it's definitely like more of a long road than a short road i think people quickly find out yeah mm. yeah and so yeah those placements just yeah really pushed me to work on my stuff mm. on, on my music a lot more and continue to develop what i can and can't do <laughs> <laughs> yeah but... um yeah but i think over that time where my sound has changed a lot so i'm definitely on this whole funk wave man i'm loving it <laughs> mm, yeah yeah i'm sure you got some flips uh, there's, there's gotta be some flips because i remember some of the flips that like you get taken down for copyright and so um <sighs> man pain, it's this like those small like physical problems man like yeah. we're, out, we're out here on soundcloud and, i mean i'm not sure what happened at one point people's accounts were just getting deleted like no notice and um yeah. i'm sure there was a time for both of us we were just like thinking oh are we gonna lose like 20 like you know twenty thousand followers i know for you but even just for me it's like hey like two thousand followers that's a big thing for me so i just know for a fact they're like like to see SoundCloud still stay like like working for like those bedroom producers I think is huge and I'm not sure if it was Charles the Rapper but there's some sort of like story behind our SoundCloud still going yeah <laughs> what's that there's there's a um I'm not sure if you saw but I think SoundCloud was on the verge of like shutting down at some point did you see that yeah bro and then far Chance came clutch with that say hey <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what they all say. I'm like, man, I'd love to like yeah. see the action story like and like in, in person and just see like <laughs> I mean yeah. just turn up to the office and say, I'm saving this place all. <laughs> but after that, after like that whole drama of it being potentially like shutting down, like everything just took a turn for the worse in terms of like engagement and followers and listeners, like I tell you, I tell you for myself like i i think for anyone that is on soundcloud yeah, whether they're starting out or they had started out on there yeah like the noticed. fan base is a huge thing because it's it's testament to your progress it's testament to um the engagement that your audience um has with your music and so to have that taken away um and even like i'm not trying to put a massive yeah, focus yeah, right now on yeah, yeah. on like stats or anything but to an artist who are trying to track their progress, that means a lot. Um, for me personally, like um, 
to be able to see the followers and the engagement and you know seeing all the likes and comments and shares and stuff like to me that means a lot because it's an opportunity for me to be able to share my music further yeah um, and and i think as an artist as a creative it's it's important to be able to um you know have that opportunity where people can do that yeah. um and I, I it almost just seems like after that whole shutting down phase like just straight dead bro <laughs> yeah 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 for sure like i really i really appreciate that it still exists but like i do know that like with all those reposts they get in the waste like you do reminisce those like good old yeah. soundcloud days and yeah. um i think i think it's like now's more than ever is that opportunity to like be the change you wish to see and i mean shout out to kids like future collective you know i know there's a few kids that like oh bro, i love those guys man yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And uh, I know for a fact that it was a uh, few, there's a couple other like SoundCloud labels that really I know helped you out there. I forgot the name, but like Treehouse was like Treehouse Vibes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, Future Collective, Treehouse Vibes, um, Basement. I think I've got them yeah. plugged on my page because they were the ones that helped push me when I started. And so, with things like that, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna remember that because, yeah, you know, if, if people ever see where I came from they'll find it on my page and they'll see basement they'll see tree housewives they'll see future collective my first editor's placement came from future collective because the song was on one of the compilations we did ah that's right and it just seemed it just happened to be that editors whoever uh, the the scout you could say yeah he's on was, was searching was searching on soundcloud for placements and my song got picked yeah um and so yeah i think like i've, I've had chats with up coming producers um asking like how can they get their songs placed with collectives and i was like before even reaching out just chat with them like yeah don't even, don't even jump straight to the point and be like yo how can i go a musical and just talk with them eh? be human be human eh? i think be um, human. the bro himself michael cullen as he calls himself on facebook and i wanted to say for one thing I think that's his name, but that's like his his online name. I want to get in touch with him and like do an actual Bifano thing with him because I think New Zealand's really like benefited in general from the work he's done, you know? And like, because he Mm. pretty much started Future Collective initially um, from like his own like desire to see that underground be exposed and yeah. I mean, it has definitely grown. Like, I know he's, he's like been Katana, able to get... bro. <laughs> bro, he's like the American's Katana, man. Like, straight up. <laughs> man, what a what a good cat. So, um, man, we're gonna yeah. try and get, we're gonna try and get him on, man. Like, we, we I know for a fact that he's just gonna be able to say, look, New Zealand's got some crazy sound, and um, I know that someone like him, uh, and all the work he does, like he he's definitely like an example of one of those people where. You know, you can give so much and you don't always expect the, re- re- the recognition because you're just so much in love with it for the right reasons. And Also to add on to that as well, or yeah, not yeah. to that, but as you were talking about like the other collectors, um, do you remember Fit, Fit Dilla? I was going to say that. I don't know how to say it. Was it Fit or, yeah, yeah, Ify. I don't know how to say it either, yeah, but yeah. I'm just calling it how I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they were um, another um, collective that really helped push push my stuff out i don't think they're they have a page anymore only because of the the collective manager slash owner had moved 
Um, yeah. yeah, it's gone. It's not even here anymore. Ah. There's it's crazy. Fit. Yeah. Fit B-sides. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's but, crazy. It's like yeah. I've, I've, I think I've I think I've got a, a like a little pack you did for them on my on my browser somewhere. <laughs> oh, bro! But it's crazy. Like like that's that's gotta be some rare stuff now if, if the whole soundcloud has gone down. <laughs> yeah. there's, and there's a few people on there too, right? Yeah, dudes like J Rob, Naji. Um, I think the count was on there as well. Othello. Uh, I'm just off the yeah. top of my head. I think um, Mac Ayers. Ayers. He sings easy. Amazing vocalist, man. Um, who else? That's who I can think of at the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. And and like things don't always last, but it's amazing to like see like a place or a, a point in time where like people from different sides of the globe come together. Now, one thing I had to kind of like cover as well. We we kind of um, you know going going in a bit of an up and down thing here. In, in terms of chronological timing, but you did you you, you did a collab with some pretty cool cats, man. Um, the end, like run us through how this went, man. Oh, bro, um, Yugi boy, just sent me an idea. I was like, bro, can you like? I can't even remember the whole conversation. Wait, I wonder if it's on my. Yeah, cause so many people, man. Like that's that's one of the <laughs> biggest collabs collabs I've ever seen. Yeah, man. Um, I didn't even know that there were other people. Um. <laughs> As far as I knew during the chat, um, it was just me and him. <laughs> and then when he dropped it, I saw all these other names. I was like, what the Wait, heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, so it was felt like it was just him because everything just comes together. And then, yeah. you know, you listen back to it and you're thinking everyone, like, in a way, had no idea they were probably working with everyone, right? They were, I wouldn't have a clue. Mm. Um, Mm. But it was Hans, myself, Kromenichi, mm. um, Dilip, Othello, Kev, and Arn. Oh, um, Yeah, oh, that was crazy. I was cracking up and reading the comments when I was listening and people were trying to guess who's who. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like guys, it's in the title. Like, <laughs> it's in order who's part is who's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got to, like, listen to the next bar, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Kromanichi, like that guy has his own sound. Like when you hear Kromanichi beat, you just know it's him. Like he's got that bounce, man, and he's nailed it. Bro, I think I think over lockdown this kit really kept me going because I've been having to do my, you know, outside runs and, and just stay fit, uh, mental health as well. You know, there's only so much surface room on your property. And so they yep. say you're allowed to go out for like essential exercise. I've been doing it. I put him on the AirPods, man. And and like you don't know the sound until you chuck on some nice Apple AirPods. And you start <laughs> to hear like how there's like an art to headphone music. You know what I'm saying? Even phones, bro. Like bro. getting it tight on just a phone speaker. Alright, <laughs> man. Like Komanichi, bro, like, and and he got a pack out on Splice now, so no one's got excuses not to like, like, just get get their like inspiration of like crafting a sound, man. Like you hear his kicks and sneers, like he's made he's made his own sound, like you said, and um, far out, man. I think to everyone listening in, like that there is a testament to creating your own sound, Komanichi. Yeah. Man. 
yeah, like, yeah. like we, like, uh, is Evil Needle? Is he like? I, I only just seen their name come up. Have you heard of it, guy? I have, but I can't say I've listened to much of him. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's been coming up like whenever I've been on the Chromanichi vibe on Spotify. So I think he must be a good friend, but. Like, I think honestly, I've got one of his packs somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real cool, like real cool beats as well, you know. Yeah, it's it's pretty much sampling, like sampled bass beats, but like you can hear that when he does a joint with Kromanichi, it's like they share like the high quality sound that they get on their mix downs. Have you noticed? Yeah, that? yeah. Like Kromanichi so is good. he's got something there, and um, I mean. Now that I'm on his Facebook page, I see I like we we're going we're going into some rabbit holes here. So Soul bro. Soul Lection. Yo, bro, do you remember Soul Gems? Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had school one day. I, no, I had Yuko one day. But before I went to Yuko, I went on the SoundCloud page and I saw that they took everything down and they just gave you the spotlight that day. I remember that. Like Who? every. Uh, it was it was so action, bro. Like their whole SoundCloud page got rearranged. So like they literally that whole day, like you were just your your track was like on the spotlight. It was crazy. Oh yes, yes. That was huge, bro. <laughs> that was massive. Wow, bro. Like, did you see it coming, or did they just do that? Huh? Like did they tell you? Oh, yo, we're just gonna like plug you up today, or did this just happen? No. Bro. Right. And I think during that year, what was it like? 20, 2016, 17? Yeah, 17, I think, because those new cold entry days. Like, those years, man, were really good years for SoundCloud musos. Like, yes, yes, there was yes. a ton of engagement in the underground scene. And yeah, man, like, things were popping. And then obviously the... Yeah, um, financial drought in the company. Yeah, <laughs> like Soul Lection is probably a big part of its still being here today. Because yeah, I think I reckon Soul Lection would have been like pioneering, like the the platform of SoundCloud and how it's now evolved to things like Beats One as well. And man, Joe Joe yeah. K Joe K, what a what a what a like what an example of someone who like just following the passion, you know, like Soul Lection there. Is is probably like for anyone listening out there, selection's got to be the most diverse range of music ever, right? Mm. Mm. Uh, we got a shout out to one of the kids speaking now, um, speaking to mine. Thirsty Beats, have you heard of this guy, Sean Parkinson? No, I, Beats. no. I have heard of him. Yeah, I've, seen his, seen um, I've seen the name around quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, so he he's based in. Uh, He's based in the central central north, so he'll be. I forgot where he's from. Uh, I think it was Mount Monganui, but he got his track on selection, and they're Sheesh. like, it's crazy to know because he he never saw it coming, and um, like he's got some amazing tracks there as well. But selection, I think, like the art of like how it's run is all about like the acknowledgement of being able to like flip. In this digital age like there's so many tracks on there that are like sampled flips but they're not just sampled there's something about it right yeah yeah, yeah man. there's there's definitely a recipe that they've got and it's working <laughs> 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 yeah yeah Bro. 
Man, I, I love the soul stuff that they come through with their, you know, bringing in other artists as well, even exposing other artists. Yeah, bro, because they've, they've really opened up exposing vocalists, right? And like talented mm. vocalists. Man, I really forgot his name, but there was this one vocalist that they had on one of their shows, on their beat shows. And he did like a live um, performance. I, man, I wish I knew his name right now. I yeah. know the song in my head. I, like, Is he one um, of the newer ones from like early this year or like last year? I remember seeing him last year. Yeah. Like, he might've been around for a while. Yeah, I think I might know the guy who took, if it starts with Jay, then it might be that guy, but. Jay Wiley? No. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, anyway, like just, that's dope, you know, like being able to see singers like exposed within that selection vibe, man. Cause yeah. you can tell like selection would have like a style for vocals as well. And like, whenever I, I want to like just relax, I just listen to selection, man. Oh, it's in the name, bro. Soul. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. But like that's that's just a few SoundCloud gems for everyone. Like, if if everyone like looks into like the SoundCloud history and like sees this, I think it will like fill in a lot of gaps for people you 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 to like the the like evolution of beats opposed to productions. You know, because not everything has to be like a finished production. You can just chuck a beat up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's testimony to what we do. Sometimes we just want to fucking flip out there and we're like, let's go. <laughs> Straight up, I put up a Kanye West flip and it got taken down twice. So I put it on last year. No, wait. Yeah. When did Kanye's Jesus Cause King album come out? Was it this oh, year? Yeah, that was like late last year, yeah? Yeah, so... Yeah, but it didn't really remixed, hit up until early this year. Yeah. yeah, I remixed one of his songs and I put it out, got taken down straight away. And then a few weeks back, I put it out again. Yeah. Oh, oh sweet yeah and it, it stayed up for for like a good couple of hours and then i woke up the next day it was gone i was like okay sweet Two yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah man. i think it's really cool though that they've kind of dropped the whole three strikes and you lose your count they just pull it off exactly exactly yeah yeah man like that's important because i think like to cross someone's dream over copyright man that's that's like shallow as like especially at the same with- time at the yeah, same yeah. time, I understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you're actually sitting in the shoes of being the creator, you you do understand. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel you, man. So I, I think we've covered some solid ground on SoundCloud because I've always been meaning to do this on Beatmano. <laughs> just go down like the most deepest rabbit hole of like SoundCloud and like Bro, the gems, you know. Just another mention, yeah. Slow Wave as well. They've been putting on for ended scene as well, so big ups to those dudes. Big ups, big ups. Slow wave, yeah. Man, this is crazy. Like when you start to delve into like all these little groups here on, uh, like (laughs) shouts climate change, shoutouts, um, bro, chill children, backyard. Oh, bro, like what's these? What's that label that was on? Um, Heinz, Heinz sort of vibe. Remember? Nah, I forgot. I forgot too. But man, there's just too many to keep up with now, and that's the best thing. I mean, Ewe Collective, bro. Oh, Ewe Collective. Shouts, we had Troy on the show, and man, Ewe Collective, eh, putting it on as well. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And uh, man, I just can't wait to see 
how things turn up now that everyone like has a sort of place you know and if they don't that's what all of these have been made from is just like their niche they're sort of like here's something we can create so yeah yeah i feel you on this bro tons of talent coming out of new zealand tons Mm. Mm. like you said backyard yep yeah yeah um latu yeah Stuss, bro, that guy is incredible. We're getting, we're getting stuff on as well. I mean, oh, we, yo, we have to be tuning in for that. Yeah, stuff, the stuff, man, shouts because stuff, man, like that's that's definitely like stuff is kind of like the cat Montel looks up to, and like, like he's told me this himself. Like, I think, yeah, stuff, because I know for a fact, stuff, like, never really had like all these big like SoundCloud promotions or anything, he kind of just put his music out, right? And it just, it's just naturally like spread the world. And that's so why, underrated, man. That's why I want to get him on, bro. Like he, he just has good music and it speaks for itself, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. Man. Him and Montel, man, tons of people. Yeah. There's a lot that I can, like, do you remember Third Eye? Nah, bro. T-H-R-D-E-Y-E. He was another really good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get peeps on this podcast because, like, I think in a, in a nutshell, by the end of the podcast series, the longevity of how long it lasts will be like a testament to how much talent there is in New Zealand. Like, like I'm on episode sixty seventeen with you, but I can I can I can already see episode two hundred. You know. Hey, that's the way to think, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Visionary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh blessings brother well man it is getting late and um i'll say for sure we've gone a few rabbit holes already so i just wanted to kind of <laughs> thank you so much for uh bearing with me and uh joining me on these beautiful oh man it, it was a pleasure it was a pleasure straight up yeah uh, any, any opportunity to, to spend time with you man it's all good wow thank you brother yeah and um <laughs> and i mean just for people tuning in like What's some sort of words we have, like, especially from wrapping this up, uh, we've kind of touched on learning the rules and breaking them. Uh, you know, what's, what's, some, what's some little things, like, encouragement we can give to everyone? Um, I would have to say, keep connected, stay yes. in community, yes. people first, music second. I think for anyone that's on a creative drive, it's always healthy to be able to stay connected with people. And I mean this in the way of like um, accountability, of people that are gonna continue to push you forward and feed words of positivity and wisdom over you. Um, yeah, I feel like if you're not grounded, things can get hard. And I mean, who am I kidding? Life is hard anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm only coming from a place of experience and it doesn't hurt to be surrounded with um, positive circles. And yeah, yeah, that's that's all I can really say. Take care wow. of yourself first. The music will always be there. Um, yeah, you're not you without... <laughs> sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, the music is always going to be music and it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> you know, obviously you... you um, you might go through uh, uh, like seasons of beat block and that's okay 
but man, take time. We're in lockdown. You've got heaps of heaps of it now. <laughs> but yeah, stay connected and do your thing. Let's go. <laughs> wow, thank you so much, my man. Well, that is Deep Fano uh, with Anchor. Thank you so much for being on here, my man. And uh, yeah, for everyone tuning in, that was Beef Fano podcast. You can stay locked on here for more Beef Fano uh, episodes coming up soon. Uh, feel free to get in touch with us on the page. We've got Facebook, Instagram, and all your major platforms for podcasts. Uh, and yeah, stay locked on. This has been Beef Fano podcast with Samir signing out. Peace and love, Fano. Hey, peace.